welcome back after a year and a half to Over Under Podcast. Yeah, it is a, uh, wow, year and a half. Feels like time is just flying by. August 2018 was the last time we made an episode. Well, it wasn't August, no. Or September. Was it? Was it either August or September. I feel like it was September. Early September. Anyway. I don't know. What's going on, Nick? Uh, you know, not much. Uh, watching football. And, uh, trying to when I can. You know? Yeah. Little disclaimer. Uh, we've already recorded this episode once, but it was, it would have just been on the homepage of freezing cold takes on Instagram. So we, we thought it'd be a great idea it. to, you know, <laughs> try to predict what would happen in the wild card game. So we were just <laughs> way off base that. And this is the first time we've done this remotely, um, since we no longer live in the same city. So we're having some you know technical issues but despite that we're here now yeah it, it was a it was just extra slander it's for certain teams for the wild card weekend and we would have looked like idiots to be f- me specifically to be fair so like, yeah t- i mean to be fair though we could just take the slander we applied last week to the teams we were certain weren't going to win and just apply it this week because they're surely not going to win again well so. at this point i don't know anything's possible all right but yeah, year and a half back talking some football. Gonna talk NFL playoffs. We got just finished up Wild Card Weekend a couple days ago, so we're gonna go in depth about those games and then give some predictions about the divisional round matchups. Yeah. So Nick, you want to start us off? Yeah, I guess we'll start where we did last time with the Bills and the Texans. Um, yeah, let's just go in order. Yeah. So this game, <laughs> I think even the like the broadcast was saying it was like the worst best game ever. Like, it was just yeah. messy, but somehow entertaining at the same time. Um, yeah, so just to uh, reiterate, Bills ended up losing to the Texans 19-22 to in overtime. Uh, it was a wild game. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, most of it or really any of it. I was at work, but I definitely caught some highlights after. What I do know is that the Bills blew a 16 to nothing lead. So yeah, I mean the Texans—they just really couldn't get anything going at first, and um, especially DeAndre Hopkins. Like they kept saying, like they're waiting for Hopkins to take over. Like he's the best receiver in the game. You're just waiting for it to happen, and it just wasn't happening. I don't think he even caught a pass till like third quarter, and when he did catch that pass, immediately fumbles and and sets yeah, up no, Tre'Davious White was all over him all game up until fourth quarter, and then they really turned it up. Yeah. But I, mean, I think my biggest takeaway from this game is like just Josh Allen's development. Like I've yeah. been all over with like my feelings about this kid. Like when he was coming out of college, I was super high on him. I thought he was the best quarterback in that class. And I think on this podcast, I said that, but you know, early returns, I don't think we're really there. He's, I mean, he still is pretty sloppy, but even more so last year. Um, but in this game, you could really like, I don't watch a whole lot of bills games, but you could really see the potential there. Like, his athleticism's off the charts. Yeah, and I mean, looking at, like, his stats for the game, it doesn't look like he had a crazy monster game. I mean, he was 24-46, 264 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, but just the plays he was making, what he can do with his feet, what he can do with his arm, just the difference between year one and year two, he's, like, really proving to be what everybody thought he was going to be. When he came out of the uh, when he came out of college last year, I mean, so he he ran for ninety two yards, and 
when we first recorded this podcast, I tried to express this in a way that made sense, but I don't think I really did. But on that one run on the opening drive where he went for like 42 yards, you know, normally when you see quarterbacks scramble, it feels like they're just, you know, they're just moving through space up until the defender, you know, gets close enough to stop them. You don't really feel like they're running. They're just, you know, I don't know how to put this the right way. They're just, they're just kind of like taking what's there. But on that run that Josh Allen yeah. had in this game, he was pulling away from people. Like it looked like a legitimate yeah. like running back and receiver with the ball. No, he's he's what six five six six. He's big. Like he's got he's got wheels, and I mean I know that it's not a style of play that you can maintain throughout a career, especially when you're more of a true passer like he is. But I mean, for the time being, if that's what you're going to get out of Josh Allen, the ability to make those plays and sling the ball down the field, why not? Right? That's that's dope. Right, you gotta you gotta maintain your ability to you know, be the starting quarterback somehow. And it's, I mean, his passing is still very raw. I mean, I don't think anyone throws the ball harder in the NFL than he does, but you no, know. I know that from Madden, his fucking throw power is ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> want to catch those balls. They're, they're legitimately missiles like sent from Iran yeah. to Iraqi air bases, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> do we have to fix it in post five minutes in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but Oh boy! No, I really, anyway, I really enjoyed no, watching him play. My biggest takeaway from this is, uh, I said at the first recording, I'll say it again: Deshaun Watson is that fucking dude. Oh uh, yeah, I, I sent you the highlight where he gets just fucking obliterated from both sides and stays up yeah, to complete the pass. Like, yeah. you just don't see that, man. Like, they, those weren't just no, like soft hits. Like he, like I mean, those were him in his third year. He's really developing into. You know, one of the, I, I would almost say, borderline elite passers in the league. Uh, he's pretty mobile, too. He reminds me a lot of uh, of Russell. Yeah. Not, like, as athletic, but... He's, he's bigger, though. You know. He's a pretty, yeah. pretty big guy. Um, I always think that these mobile quarterbacks are, like, super small. Like, that's just the stigma that I have. Like, Lamar Jackson's 6'2". Yeah. Deshaun Watson's over six foot. Josh Allen, six five or six six, whatever he is. Right. I don't know. He's I'm, game's changing. Yeah, he's he's for sure the best quarterback in his division, and I don't see that well, changing. Hands down. I don't see yeah, that that's not even a question. Soon. So. But uh, no. In all honesty, Texans, uh, honestly, probably. I mean, they deserve to win the game because they did what they needed to do to come back down sixteen to zero. But they definitely didn't show like they deserved it up until that point. Um, you know, I think if the Bills would have gotten the ball in overtime first, oh, they did, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I think both te- the Texans got it first, and then the Bills got it, and then the Texans got it again. I think. Oh, I know they both well, had the ball. Scrap whatever I was just gonna say, but uh, yeah, I mean, the Bills had every chance to win this game, and they unfortunately came short. So, yeah, I still I don't know what that means for them. I th- I mean, it can only go up from here. I think. I still think they have a better foundation than the Texans. It just, you know, it, it just didn't happen in this game for them. Like, they're younger. I think they've yeah. got a more solid base. The Texans, they, you know, they benefited from a weaker division in the AFC South in recent years. I think it was still competitive, but not like last year it was the best division in football. This year, you know, I think it was weak, and I think the moves they made midseason really are going to make them weaker in the long run. So they really need well, to win this year, if at, if at all. I yeah, 
I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they, they can make a run. I would love to see Deshaun Watson in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's one of my, I wouldn't say like one of my favorite players, but he's definitely one of the more enjoyable players to watch for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't wish they lose if they're on, unless they're playing the Giants, which in that case, they're probably going to win. So it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, I mean, I have some negative Texan bias just because of my Colts fandom. But well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, big Colts guy over here. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind seeing Deshaun Watson win, but I don't think he's going to win next week. I do think – Speaking like, – What would you say? I don't think he's going to win next week, which is going to bring up, like, do you want to talk about, like, the next-round matchup for each of these teams, or do you want to, like, just save that for let's, after everything? Let's just – let's get through all the wild card stuff, and then yeah. we'll go over all right. next round. I feel like that'll be the most organized. All right. Do you have anything else to say about this game? Uh, other than the fact that John Brown threw a touchdown uh, to Josh Allen. Yeah. No. Open, that was the only. T- really. That was the only touchdown the Bills scored the whole game was the opening drive. Yeah. Touchdown. Insane play though, absolutely insane. Josh Allen did look a little like, he looked a little awkward trying to get into the end zone. Like he kind of just gave up at the end and just got clocked, but still scored. Yeah. He, kind of hung up there at the but, uh, one yard line decided he had to decide whether he was going to dive or what it was but i mean yeah, got no. it done. that bill's defense though super young just they're going to be crazy next year yeah, I mean, ed oliver if they're Trey able White, to keep yeah Jerry if they're Hughes. able to keep a bunch of people tremaine edmonds matt milano trent murphy micah hyde just shaq lawson you can keep going down the list it's crazy Taylor stat and i we talked about this the first time we tried to record this, but not so much. I think the Bills are going to run that division for the next, you know, I think I think the Patriots, um, their dynasty, I think it's over, or at least on the decline for sure, <laughs> you, and I think the Bills are going to take You over. and everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, this is, we have the benefit now of, like, kind of seeing what's unfolded since the game. Kind of, it's kind of reinforced my belief that that was probably the last season we're going to see Patriot dominance, at least in the same way, but... Well, then speaking of Patriot dominance and the lack thereof, what do you think about the uh, Texans game? Or Texans game, Jesus Christ, the Titans game. <laughs> yeah, um, this game, I wasn't I wasn't really surprised. You know, I texted you before the game and I said, you know, I think the Titans have at least like a 20% chance to win this game just because like the Patriots have been playing really bad recently. Obviously, they just lost to Miami. Um, and all, At home. Yeah, at home in Gillette. In in January or maybe maybe it was late December in the wintertime in an outdoor stadium and you're playing a team from South Florida. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of crazy, but I, I wasn't too surprised by this game. Hello? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it cut off. I didn't know if you were done with your sentence. Yeah, I know. You're good. So I wasn't really – I wasn't surprised. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I mean, I think Patriots haters would say that they expected the Titans to beat them, but you'd be crazy to be like, yeah, the Titans were guaranteed a win. Um, I mean, it was still a seven-point game, but yeah, like you were saying, the Patriots just haven't been playing well these past couple of weeks, and it really showed. Uh, Edelman uh, miscue on a couple of plays. Yeah, he dropped his whole time. like, his whole fucking out of position end around touchdown nonsense. I have my own feelings about that and how I think that that was not staged. I think he really did make a mistake. No, yeah, like we were saying, like I think I think it wouldn't really matter. You could run that play no matter where he lined up. And, and Tony Romo during the broadcast was saying Brady was trying to tell him to get in his spot. What he he was actually saying, Julian, get in the slot. 
Like he just wanted them to line up inside so it would be a shorter like time from snap to handoff. Yeah. Because they were so but, close uh, to the goal line. But No, the stats of this game are still crazy to me. The Titans only threw the ball a total of sixteen times. Um Ryan Tannehill, eight for fifteen, seventy two yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh Mariota came in for a little bit, threw one pass for four yards. Yeah, they were using but, uh, him in the Wildcat a little bit, which is interesting. I wonder what they're gonna do with they're gonna need to do something crazy with that this week, but I don't know, but Derrick Henry is a fucking animal. Yeah, he's the man. That's a, but that's a lot of touches, you know, in a tough game. Yeah, 30, 30, 34 carries. I don't know. 182 yards. I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain that for much longer in these playoffs. So they're going to have to come I up feel like with some more dynamic offense, I think. So who do they have? They have the Ravens this week? Ravens, yeah. I mean, he might have to carry the ball a lot. I'm not sure. Well, the thing is, like, with the uh, – well, I guess we'll talk about that later. But um, what I – yeah, I was kind of surprised that Tannehill didn't – you know, he threw, like, 72 yards or something. And, like, yeah. all game long, all, like, the broadcasters could say was just, you know, Tannehill is, like, the story of this team. He turned around and made him, like, get better. He turned the team around. But – I mean, technically he did. I mean, Tannehill was playing, like, crazy. Yeah, I just felt like during the game there was, like – it wasn't acknowledged how little he was actually doing. Like – he made a couple first down throws here or there. I think he threw the first touchdown pass, but it's just it's a super weird situation when you have a quarterback in the playoffs throw fifteen passes, and that's it. It's just an odd situation against the Patriots. But like yeah, like normally when you're playing the Patriots, you got to score some points and you need to throw the ball. But I mean, I think it is. I think it is worth pointing out though that a lot of the times that the Patriots lose is by coaches that came from Belichick. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins is Flores, right? He was he was a Belichick disciple. Just yeah, disciple. so was Vrabel, the head coach of the Titans. Yep. Yeah. When they lost to, I think they lost to the Lions last year. Patricia. At Patricia. So, yeah. maybe the Giants the Giants are in, a, in good hands, maybe? Well, <laughs> I mean, if they play the Patriots, maybe. I think the thing is, like, Belichick's been doing the, pretty much the same thing for... 30 years now. so The only people that know how to stop it are the people that did it. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have some insights into the way he does things. And sh- certainly he's going to have tendencies, even as great as a coach as he is, he's going to have some tendencies that, if you work long enough with him, are going to be recognizable. But Looking at this, uh, looking at the Patriots stats, Tom Brady, 20 of 37, 209 yards with one pick. That pick six right at the end. Yep. Just... His Potentially the last pass of his career. His top three receivers this game, James White, Benjamin Watson, Rex Burkhead. I mean, are you surprised? All these no, fucking captain check down? Like, of course he's going No, gonna. but Julian Edelman had 30 yards. Nikhil Harry only 21. Mohamed Sanu only had one catch. Philip Dorsett had one catch. Like, they really had no receivers this year. Like, at all. Yeah, I know. And they brought in Sanu mid-season to try to remedy that, but I, I don't think he did anything, honestly. I can't remember him even no. scoring. One catch in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. One catch. That's, uh, that's fucking tough, man. Losing Gronk was yeah. big for them. But, I mean, yeah. another thing I'd like to point out is, like, we said, like, you know, just in recent weeks they started to look bad, but maybe, like, maybe they were overrated the whole season because, I mean, sure, they started well, off the, 8 no, but... Their offense wasn't crazy. It just wasn't. Like, Tom Brady wasn't doing Tom Brady things. He wasn't putting up Tom Brady stats. He wasn't, like, 
anywhere near the top of the league in quarterback stats at all, but their defense just played off the fucking chains, and they really carried them through this year, I think. Yeah. I mean, they scored, like, through the, like, the first seven weeks, they scored 30 points in almost every game, except for when they played the Bills. But if you look at the schedule, this is when everyone was saying the Patriots are, like, the best team or whatever this year. It was, like, Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger, Dolphins, Jets, tough Bills game, Redskins, Giants, Jets. So, like, they played yeah. no one to start the de- year. Their defense scored in all of those games, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their defense was the biggest fantasy asset you could have had this year. Yeah. Thank God I had him in one league that I didn't end up making the playoffs in. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, I wish I had more takeaways from this. Uh, to avoid having to re-record another episode, I'm going to keep my Titans slander to a minimum. Okay. And that I just wish them the best of luck going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think they all... I just hope... Go ahead. No, I just hope they all have fun. Okay. That's sweet of you. <laughs> um, but I think the only other thing to talk about with the, with this game is what's next for Brady. You know? What do you think? Well, I mean, we do have the benefit now of seeing that he released some some Instagram uh, statements. statements yeah. That he, he said he's not done yet. What I thought was interesting, though, like... He did mention in the post that, you know, he was thankful that he played for a great organization. But while he did say he was coming back, he didn't say he's coming back to the Patriots. You know, and I didn't really I read it. To I, s- I don't I don't think he's playing for a different team. I don't think Kraft will let him. I think Kraft will hand him a blank check before he allows him to go. But he's I don't know. I don't think Brady's he's a free agent. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants. Yeah. Well, they could franchise tag him. But but. It'd probably be a ridiculous cap. Yeah. Well, they can't franchise tag him. He ne- negotiated that out of his contract, actually. You could do that? Yeah, he he did. Is that, is that facts? Yeah, that's a fact. He can go literally wherever he wants. Damn. Well, maybe he... Uh, if he was smart, if he really just wants like one last like hurrah, he goes somewhere in the AFC East just to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I mean that way. That way, he gets two shots at it. I mean, you could just take your pick of all the like the pundits that are just guessing where he's gonna go. But if he goes anywhere, it's gonna have to be somewhere that has a great offensive line to keep him upright, and a team that has you know weapons for him to throw to, and probably a decent defense. Like he's gonna want a, another shot at a championship, obviously. So, I don't think like the Tennessee Titans are too much out of the question. So. Of him going there? Yeah. I mean, why not, right? Uh, former yeah, former dish, teammates, the coach. If they get rid of Mariota, but can you see them not addressing quarterback in the draft? Who, the Titans? Yeah. Because, like, are they going to – how realistically, how long do you think Tannehill can hold that starting role efficiently? I don't think he – I don't think he's the long-term answer there, and I don't think they believe he is either. Like, I think they need – And I don't think – and I don't think them benching Mariota is any – like that's not a good sign of him being like coming back this year because this is his contract year. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's coming back. Like I said, I think like the, they're going to go out and try to get a veteran quarterback probably after this year, like Rivers or or Brady. But they're not, they're not in a position to win now. The Titans that would be a dumb move. Yeah. Well, they're I mean they're in the divisional round of the playoffs. I'd say they're pretty close. Okay, against like a pretty shitty New England Patriots team, given the recent. I mean, tough to call the events. Patriots team shitty in the playoffs and under any circumstance, but... I mean, I don't know. I don't think they had any business losing against the Titans regardless of their situation, and they did, so I think there was a little more than just they're playing bad. I just don't think that they had the pieces. Yeah. 
But I mean, we're so accustomed to the Patriots throwing fucking Walmart cashiers out there and putting up all pro stats. But right. I think this year, finally, the team's got the better of them. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as far as Brady, I, I would not be surprised if he goes and plays somewhere else. Um, I mean, I somewhere wouldn't be surprised. I just don't think it's going to happen. For a lot of money, you know. I don't know yeah. if the Patriots have the cap to give him. No, but he doesn't make, like, that crazy amount of money now. Well, that's one of the things he's upset about. He's, he's been given the Patriots, like, discounts so they could build a team around him. And I've heard, like, I've read that he's upset that they haven't done more with that. So now he said he's not going to give them any home team discounts like he has been. Gotcha. So. Yeah, what a guy. Brings them fucking six Super Bowls and they're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I don't but know. honestly, like, can you really be mad? At the success, like, like Tom Brady, like I understand that, like, if he still thinks he has like a lot in him and he like wants to continue to go and like play, it's gonna be hard for him to step away. But can you really be upset with fucking arguably the greatest career in the history of the NFL by a long shot? No, I would. Like, I kind of, I kind of want to see him back. Honestly, like, I spent a lot of my life as a Brady hater, but I don't know. I kind of like the league with him in it. And honestly, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird when he's not. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to like the Colts making him an offer, just because you know maybe we're close. Maybe that that piece would really. I'd say the Colts attention. are a better fit for him if he really wants a shot at a Super Bowl more so than the Titans. Yeah, I mean that, that's a but, a good offensive line you want to play behind too. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I think that's the biggest that's the biggest headline going into the off season. For sure. I joked about it before, but uh, if he goes to the Giants, I might just might have to be the biggest Tom Brady fan there ever was. I'll buy a jersey, even if he wears <laughs> Andrew Luck's number twelve. Uh, alrighty. Move All on right, so now one. let's move into the NFC, yeah. where we had previously predicted these, and uh, we're completely wrong on one of them. Yeah, this first one here, the Vikings and the Saints. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were Just like absolute. You were really down I, on the I Vikings. Was, I was the biggest. The Vikings are gonna lose, fucking person in the world. And I don't even like hate the Vikings. I'm a big fan of Kirk Cousins. I really like Adam Thielen. I really like that team as a whole. I just thought that the Saints were not gonna let anything get past them, especially given their history in the playoffs. But for it to happen the way that it did again, <laughs> yeah. just cannot catch a break. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. To be fair, I don't really think that was pass interference there at the end. I, I mean, they're both kind of hand. Oh fighting. no, 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 uh, no! I wasn't even talking about that. Just the fact that they lost again. They choked when they should have won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think going in, you had expressed like some doubt that Kirk Cousins could ever win in the big moments, just because of his Monday Night Football record or whatever. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. I'd be stoked if he was on my favorite team. Um, I would too. I just, I don't think he's a good enough quarterback to like carry an offense. I agree. Like if you put him on the Giants, I don't think he would be successful. If you put him on the Raiders, I don't think he would be successful. If you put him on teams that like don't necessarily have well-off established guys, I don't think he can perform at a high level. And then that just goes all out the window if you bring up the fucking times he was with the Redskins. But I mean... He still never went to the playoffs with the Redskins. Um, I think he, he did once, but they lost in the first round. But did they? Yeah, it was that weird year that the NFC's East was really. Oh trash. yeah, because that was the that was fucking. Was that not that you liked that year? 
I think it was the you like that year. That was I like right. Was the you like that game. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I was going in like I I knew the Vikings would be able to score a few times. I just thought the Saints would offense would be a lot better than they were. They Saints offense really did not look good. Drew Brees did not look good. Um. And that was the biggest thing I was wrong about about this game was that I said that Taysom Hill probably wouldn't have a big role because I didn't think they'd need him. I, th- I thought they'd save all their Taysom Hill stuff. But he was their only well, offense. Yeah, so here are the offensive stats for the Saints. It was Drew Brees. He went 26 of 33 for 208 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Taysom Hill came in through an absolute fucking dot for 50 yards. I mean, uh, it, it was, it was t- a little bit behind. Like, it should have been a touchdown, but... Well, it was a deep throw. That was for sure. It was borderline double coverage, and I he has he has all the support he needs for me. Um, he was also their leading rusher. He uh, finished with four carries for fifty yards. Uh, Alvin Kamara, twenty-one yards. Latavius Murray, twenty-one yards. Drew Brees got out there for five. How are you? The only receiver. Sorry. What's up? I say, how are you only giving Alvin Kamara the ball seven times? In the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, and he only... Well, he did catch eight passes. Yeah, well, I mean, on the ground. That's ridiculous yeah. to me. The only receiver that really, like, did anything was Michael Thomas. Seven receptions for 70 yards. Other than that, everybody's pretty average. Yeah, that's a... But, yeah. No, their, their offense was not the explosive Saints offense that we're used to seeing. Absolutely not, man. Like I said, Taysom Hill was the, like, the only time they could ever move the ball was by giving it to him. It's crazy. Yeah, that's because he's the goat, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. My cousin's been texting me like, "Oh, the Colts got to get a guy like this." Like every team wants a guy like that. You just you're not gonna find a guy like that, you know. It's also it's it's wild to me. Taysom Hill's like, I think he's like 29. Oh, I mean, he was in, he was at BYU. I think he went on a mission for a long time. Like. Yeah. No, he came out of BYU. He's a rookie last year, 28. I think he's 29 this year, 29 or 30. Yeah. He's a big dude. Like, he looks like a tight yeah. end. He can play any fucking position on the field. He's insane. Yeah, really. Uh, just those those BYU sports products. Just my they have a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, I like him too. But uh, on the other side of things, um, who finally had a big game this year? Adam Thielen, like, yeah, balling man. Did you watch this game? Absolute live beast. I didn't. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, Thielen like he was a problem all game for them, and then. In overtime, I saw I saw the highlight, like all of like his catches and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, seven receptions, hundred and twenty nine yards, by far the most productive receiver on their team this game. Uh, yeah, like the next guy closest to him was Dalvin Cook, three receptions for thirty six yards. Yeah, I mean, Stephon Diggs caught the ball twice. T- um, to be honest, like both passing offenses, like they had some pretty big struggles throughout the game. The, the biggest difference was just the ability of Minnesota to run the ball. Da- yeah. Dalvin had a pretty solid game. So, Dalvin Cook, he, he carried the ball 28 times for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that's not your greatest he, average, but, I mean. No, he had a 3.4 a carry. He did, but, I mean, he got stuffed a fair few times, but he was definitely a difference maker, I think. Well, I mean, those – as explosive as the Saints' offense usually is, and explosive as the Vikings' offense has been at times, these two defenses are insane. Like the Vikings' defense has always been like a headache for teams. The Saints' defense in recent years has been a headache for teams. Just it was a battle of defenses. 
I was, which is why I was surprised that New Orleans wasn't able to you know, wasn't able to score more, considering Minnesota's injuries on defense. Like they they normally have a great defense, but you know I think they're like three of their top defensive backs were out, and then you know Rhodes was playing hurt the whole game. Like obviously he came out several times. Does um, Mike, did Mike Hughes play this? Year? He was on IR. He got put on IR like a week ago. I thought so. He got injured again. Yeah, recently he played most of the year. Oh okay. Yeah. Damn, that's trash. So, yeah, they, even despite all those injuries in the secondary, like, it was just not happening. And, and Drew Brees made some big mistakes that really cost them. So Yeah, I thought he was – I really thought they were going to be able to uh, to just absolutely blow the Vikings out of the water, but that is not what was said. That's not how it went down. So that's, that's honestly the real reason why we're re-record, re-recording this because, <laughs> like, the last two minutes of the game – we looked at the score, and I, I just texted Nick, and I was like, yo, if the Vikings win, we have to re-record this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, so. I'm, I'm just glad that the game went the way it did because I'm happy for Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm tired of people just, you know, trashing his name, saying he can't win big games, and he played I, I outstanding really in that overtime period. I really hope that they make a statement in the wild or the divisional round and really shock the world. Yeah. Kirk Cousins deserves it. I'd like that. I would like that. <laughs> that's my fa- that's one of my favorite like sports quotes. Just like to say like ironically. Yeah. Say it, it's that and the fucking uh, the the bowling guy. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking. Where about. he's like, he's like, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> it makes, <laughs> it no makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> it's like balding. He's like 54 years old. Still considers himself an athlete. Uh, yeah, hey, that fucking guy. Quit it with the balding slander. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll expose anyway, you on the pod. Um, do you have anything else to add about the Vikings and Saints wild wild card game? No, I mean that's got to be backbreaking for the Saints. Uh, I don't know where yeah, they, I don't, I don't know, know where they go. How from Saints here. fans? I don't know how Saints fans can even put up with the franchise at this point. And it's like put up with the franchise and like you keep losing in the playoffs way, not put up in the franchise is like your really bad way. Like you just can't finish. Yeah, and I mean that division like is so volatile. Like, there's so much talent in that in that division. You don't know from year to year who's going to be on top. I feel like so. I don't yeah, know. I feel like the Vikings or not the Vikings. Excuse me. The uh, the Falcons had a really down year compared to what at least I predicted for them. But yeah, yeah I, like you were saying, at any point that division can just take off. Yeah, and I mean, with the Falcons, like you said, like that they, they started off really poorly, but they won like some games they. Like, you wouldn't think they would have by their record. Like, I think they beat the 49ers down the stretch, which yeah. was crazy. Um, so, like, you can't sleep on that team going forward. And then they had the NFL's leading passer in the Bucks, Like With Also, the most interceptions as well. Yeah. But then you have two the best receiving crazy core. receivers. The best like, receiving yeah. core, yeah. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Like, that division's crazy. The fact that they're not all... Fucking Christian like, McCaffrey? Contenders. Fucking yeah. Christian McCaffrey's in that division? So, um I don't know what's going to happen with the Saints, man. Like, I think that that might have been their best shot was this year. And I think it once they didn't get the bye, they might have been mentally out of it. That might have played into this result. But tough to say. I don't know. At least Drew Brees gets to go home to, like, a fucking smoke show of a wife and his three kids and, you know. Yeah, and uh, NFL, all the NFL records. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. He's still chilling. He'll yeah. be good. Speak, but speaking of, uh, before we move on to the Seahawks-Eagles game, how many more years do you think Drew Brees has? Um, I think not many. 
I think he's on borrowed time, honestly. Like, you could tell his arm strength's just not really there anymore. Like, that Taysom Hill play, I don't think they brought Taysom Hill in just to, like, be a trick play. I think it's because he had a stronger arm, too. So, Do you think that that has anything to do with the thumb injury that Breeze had this it year? It very well could. He can't grip the ball that well. Um, I think that definitely might have contributed to that fumble he had in this game that really sealed the result. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I think he's got at least another year. But after that, I'd love to tough. see. It's going to be weird. Like, we're coming to the end of a lot of these, like, NFL greats. Like, Tom Brady, obviously. Drew Brees. Rivers. I mean, Roethlisberger. Rivers. Eli, you got, yeah, Rogers, Rogers even in a couple yeah. of years. All the it's guys like, we grew up with are they're leaving. It's crazy because like you think like, every, you hear all these like young quarterbacks talked about. And you're like, oh, like this is the future. This is the NFL for the next 15, 20 years. But like it doesn't really hit you unless you really sit down and think about it. That like once all of these other guys are gone, this is what you're left with. Yeah, it's like Lamar Jackson. Realistically, in the next two to three years, will be the best quarterback in the NFL, or well, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes will be the yeah. best quarterback in the NFL. Which, like, it's just weird to think about. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Like, and we're at the age now where like all the rookies are going to be younger than us coming in, which is really fucking. Yeah, weird. That, that's still mind-boggling to me. The fact that uh, who, who's one of them? Oh, well, well, I mean. Uh, Lamar was the same age as me until yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, there's a, uh, there's one guy that I'm thinking of. But even you look in college, it's like, I know that we're at the age where we're in, we're at the college age. But like Trevor Lawrence is fucking younger than both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and Buddy's gonna be like a NFL quarterback in like a year. Yeah, I think I'm I'm older than every, but just about every college player except grad transfers. So it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a weird time. But yeah, it's gonna be weird to see the league without Breeze. I'm going to miss him when he does go. But at least he did get a ring. It'd be a shame if he never got one. But I wish he never got one. At the, I'm sorry that I had to come at the <laughs> hands of Peyton Manning's pick six. but Yeah, that was tough. But, you know, good career. I don't, I don't yeah. think there's much left in him, though. No. It's going to be sad when Eli makes his retirement announcement sometime this offseason. You think it's it? You think it's it for him? I don't, yeah, of course. I can't see him coming back to be the backup for another year. For what? Is he still under contract? Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I don't think he's a free agent this year. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. To be fair, I don't remember the last time he signed a contract. I feel like in my entire lifetime, I've never heard anything about him re-signing. So. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well. All right. Last wild card game. Seahawks-Eagles. Didn't go exactly how I thought it would, but it did have the correct end result. Yeah, this game was a snooze fest, dude. Like, I was having a hard time like paying attention. I mean, it was it was way closer than I think it should have been. I mean, Russell Wilson kind of went off though. Eighteen for thirty, not that great, but three twenty five and a touchdown. Yeah, um, he played he was well. Also the leading rusher. But it just wasn't an exciting game, like especially Wait, since Carson Wentz got hurt, like. Are both Penny and Carson injured? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Got it. That's why they brought Lynch in. Yeah, for six carries, for seven yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Whoever, that other, they also have another running back. Um, yeah, Travis Homer. He had well, 11 carries for I 12 mean, yards. I mean, like, the, another running back that's injured that I oh. had all year. Uh, I can't think of Oh, his name yeah, what's his name? 
I'll find it real quick. Fuck. Yeah, I can't think of it. Uh, DK Metcalf. God. Yeah. He's God. That's all. He's just he's just a god. Like, and la- I think we talked about it during the draft. Like, I knew he was going to be good. I couldn't. It, it was mind boggling that so many teams passed on him to me. Isn't it? absolutely just insane that people really thought he wasn't going to be a good NFL receiver because he had like a sub average three cone drill. Yeah. That was so dumb to me. Like what's it matter how fast you can run around three cones if they just run by you or better yet, just fucking bully you because of how big he is. Like you're not going to out wrestle him for the ball. No. So he finished seven receptions, 160 yards, one touchdown. Tyler Lockett also had a pretty decent game four receptions, 62 yards. After that, it's really just, random random stuff but uh no the eagles every, nobody expected them to win this game uh other than eagles fans they it was a blessing they made it to the playoffs anyway that whole division this year was a huge joke yeah to put uh, it mildly carson wentz though what do we think i feel bad for that dude man i i'm like i'm a wentz fan i think he's a great guy um and it just whenever he gets close to the playoffs, man, it just he gets hurt all three years in a row now. Yeah, he uh, only had the chance to throw four passes, but uh, only completed one of them. But it was a it was a neck injury, right? Um, yeah, like Clowney landed on top of him. He like drove him into the ground. So, well, I'm glad Josh McCown at least got a chance to play in a playoff game. Yeah, he that was cool. Too, he didn't have too bad of a game. 18 but for 24, 174 yards. You could tell he was playing hard. Like, he was taking off, like, running with the ball, too, on several occasions just to, like, throw yeah, his 40-year-old five. body on the line. <laughs> five carries for 23 yards. They picked up some first downs on the ground. So, I mean, that was kind of a feel-good story, I guess. It would have been cooler if he won, but... I I didn't get it. I didn't watch any of the Wild Card Weekend. I especially didn't watch this game. I the I'm looking at the people who caught passes in this game. Who? You got Dallas Goddard, their leading receiver. Mm-hmm. After that is Zach Ertz. Okay, they're two tight ends. Then you got Greg Ward Jr. Who? He was a quarterback at the University of Houston. Boston Scott. Running excuse back. Excuse me. Running back. Yeah. And then Deontay Burnett. Don't even know. Like only one receiver. Miles Sanders, but I know who Miles Sanders is. Okay, so Burnett's a receiver too. So they literally only had two receivers catch a ball, catch balls, and it was for a total of four passes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I just that whole team was banged up. Their defense has been banged up all year, past two years, honestly. I mean, it's just they just couldn't catch a break, and uh, it doesn't pain me to see them knocked out as a Giants fan, but for a lot of people. Uh, you know, yeah. it sucks. But I mean, the fact that they still held up—sorry, not to cut you off—the no, fact fine. that they still kept it an eight-point game with Seattle, I mean, that's got to stand for something. Well, that's what I was. Seattle, that's, that's a good segue into what I was going to say because, like, Seattle all year long played close games. Like, they didn't blow anyone out. I think I told you first time we tried to do this. I saw a graphic that, like, the guys at U Stadium they flipped, if, if like they flipped all the one-score game results to the other side, like had the team that lost one. And all yeah. the one score games, and Seattle would have been like three and thirteen if it if you would have flipped the one score game results. So they've been winning close all year. That's crazy. So this would have been another one. It's a one score game. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm happy the Seahawks won. Big fan of Russell. Russell's like I, I remember texting you this in like the be- like middle of the year. I was 
said that like Russell Wilson's like one of my top three like favorite players. Just and I always forget about him. Yeah. He's such a good dude. He's so good. I think yeah, I have an emotional nice connection with him just from uh like Madden twenty five having his like playoff card and ultimate team. <laughs> just an absolute glitch. I've held a little bit of a grudge against him for winning rookie of the year that one year when he really shouldn't have, but with Andrew Luck. <laughs> yeah, his luck was far and away the better player. I don't know how Russell Wilson won it, but well, Luck never went to a Super Bowl and uh Wilson went to two, so True. True, true. Did throw a uh game ending interception, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That was embarrassing. But they brought Marshawn anyway. Lynch back to avoid just the scenario. Yeah, so what do you see. what do you think about that? I mean, I think if nothing else, like it, it's gonna be a good like boost for the locker room. I think like everyone loves that guy, so like, yeah. it's, it's gonna get you fired up. More, more so my opinion though, my question is, what do you think about players and I mean Marshawn Lynch has done this twice now, but like what do you think about players retiring, quote unquote, and then coming back in a playoff situation or like let's say Gronk would have came back for the Patriots like do you think that like that's okay like honestly to me I feel like that shouldn't be allowed yeah I'm fine with it if you retire you shouldn't be allowed to be eligible in the NFL until the following season well I I don't I mean I don't have a problem with it I mean I don't think it's going to be something you see a lot like if you have a bunch of running backs that are studs you're not gonna you know call up fucking Jim Brown and sign him but no, you're right, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's too much of, like, a gimmick. Like, it's too, like, novelty. Like, especially with this Marshawn Lynch move to to bring him back. And it's like they, it's not even like they utilized him. I mean, he did score, but he had six carries for seven yards. He didn't do anything yeah. against the Eagles. So it's like... And you got to figure he's not in the best shape, probably. A, yeah, that too. So it's like, I, I'm sure... Well, I don't know what the fucking free agent pool looks like, but there's probably some fucking running back out there that would have been a better pick than Marshawn Lynch. But maybe I mean, but you got to think like at the end of the day, this is also like a business, and what like that's how you sell tickets, right? Yeah. No, I was just gonna bring that up too, but in um, my head, I like to think of things not like that. I try to, but yeah, nobody in a world where you can't. So yeah, I mean, I know like as a Colts fan, if Peyton was gonna come back for a game, I'd fucking I'd fly there and I'd buy a ticket to watch that. So, I mean... It, Would you it, do it if it was like a preseason game? Uh, I don't know. May, I'd still want to go watch him like, play. But. Would you do it if it was week two? Hmm. I don't know. But here's the other thing to like think about. like With all those players that are Hall of Fame eligible now, do you, do you think they could come back? Because you, you have to... You have to be out for five years before you get elected to the Hall of Fame, right? So, like, what if, like, you're out five years and then you get elected to the Hall of Fame? Can you come back still? That, that's think? what I'm saying. That's why I think, like, it's, like, I don't know if the rules are that defined yet. Like, because it's never happened before, really, or, like, it doesn't happen as often as it has been these past couple of years. But like, that that's true. Like, honestly, the shape that fucking probably, uh, what's his name, James Harrison is still in. He could yeah. probably come back and just be just as good, if not Mad Russian. Yeah, just as good as a backup at least. Yeah, I mean, especially with DNs because they, you know, you figure you only play them like a couple downs at a time to like you want to keep them fresh so they can get to the quarterback. Like that's what Dwight yeah. Freeney was doing for a long time. Like he was just getting picked up by different playoff teams for playoff runs. I don't think he ever like officially retired, so that's kind of a difference. But yeah, so like it, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like you to retire, 
Like, I'm sure you have to fill out some sort of paperwork that says that you're retired in the eyes of the government, right? Um, I don't, it's weird in the NFL because, like, when you retire, like, the team still owns your rights. So it's not like you really go away. I think it just, like, allows them to move you off the active roster and you still keep your rights. But well, that then does sense. that mean the Raiders have to give the rights to Marshawn Lynch to the Seahawks? Well, he was only well, he was only on a one year contract, which expired at the end of last year. Okay. After he played it, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird weird situation. I personally don't think like regardless if it benefits the Seahawks or not. Like I would love the Seahawks to make a run at the Super Bowl. I'd love for Wilson to get a second ring. Regardless if it benefits them or not, I don't think that you should just be able to just willy nilly leave the NFL and then come back whenever you want. I feel like there has to be some sort of structure to it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, until that it's abused, I don't think you'll see any like new rules or anything about that. And um, I don't know. Maybe Marshawn Lynch will go off for 100 yards next week. And maybe. Maybe he'll have his a, a Beast Quake 3. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's good <sighs> to be. Divisional round? Yeah. Let's touch on some divisional round matchups. All right. Let's stay in the NFC just because we're already here. First game we got... Vikings 49ers. Um, do you want to do you want to do the Viking slander or do you want me to? <laughs> I mean, I was going to say I fully expect the 49ers to slap the Vikings around at the risk of making the same mistake we did last week, but that's yeah, how I feel. No, I'm going to keep it to a minimum. I'm not as hell-bent on the fact that Vikings are probably going to lose this game because uh, they really did surprise me last week. But, I mean, the 49ers aren't bulletproof either i mean they lost to the falcons yeah do i have to say anything else (laughs) uh two different kinds of offenses though um i feel like the vikings aren't going to be able to run the ball as well as they did against the saints with that 49ers d line which is just far and away the best in football Mm -hmm. um and i think in the playoffs that matters a lot easy rookie of the year dude it's not just bosa though like deforest Buckner, Solomon Thomas, uh, who else is on that? Um, D. Ford, you know, Eric Armstead. Like that yeah. D line, they, they've spent like top five picks like each of the last five years on that D line. It's crazy how good that. And they linebackers, Fred Warner, uh, Levante David, right? Yes. But then you, you look at the flip side, you got Jimmy G, and he's throwing to rookies and no names. Sorry, not not Levante David, Quan Alexander, the other Xbox linebacker. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, you know, for what it's worth, good quarterback, honestly. It's all right. Uh, Debo Samuel, okay, he's a rookie. He's shown signs of being able to compete. Sure. Uh, Marquise Goodwin hasn't really done anything this year. Not even sure if he's active, to be honest. I haven't seen anything from him this year. Um... Who else are they throwing to? They got George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders looked good a couple weeks ago. Kind of old. See what he has. But I don't know. I don't think that that offense is – I think it's masked by the defense a lot. Um, You see it all the time with – arguably you could have said the same thing about Seattle's team years ago with the Legion of Boom. That defense was far and away so good that the offense could afford to make some mistakes. Or like that Broncos team that last year Peyton won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Same thing. That defense was just outstanding. And then, you know, the offense doesn't have to perform crazy well, which the 49ers at the beginning of the year, when they, what did they start out? 10 and 0? 9 and 0, 10 and 0, something like that. 8 and 0. 8 and 0. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people are probably anticipating. But that's the safe safe way to go, I think. That's the safe opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm a, like, I'm, like I said, I'm a Kirk Cousins fan, so I wouldn't be upset if they pulled it off. I just don't see it happening. Oh, no, I wouldn't either. I, w- I would love for the Vikings to win. If anything, I want them to win more than I want the 49ers to win. But um, realistically, yeah. do I think it'll happen? No. But realistically, did I think the Saints were going to lose? Also, no. Yeah, I mean, the, it's a, they ha- the line is San Francisco winning by a touchdown, so whatever that means to you. Um, uh, well, considering I don't even know the understanding of over-under still to this day, no matter how many times it gets explained to me, that's the <laughs> name of the fucking podcast, uh, it means nothing. Well, the over-under <laughs> over is 44 and a half for this game, so and not that you that, need to know what it means. Is that combined between both yeah, games? Yeah, it's the combined score. It's just like you either bet whether it's going to be like over 44 and a half or under. That's See, why can't you just bet like if a team is going to win or not? Like, Why does it have to be so like not well, like, Why can't it just be black and white? Well, if it, you can bet. That's what the line is for. But, like, no one's going to bet, f- like, the, the Patriots against the Bengals. Like, you're not going to pick the Bengals. So, in order to get people to pick the Bengals and there actually to be someone to bet against, they give a line. So, like, the Patriots, to win the bet, they have to win by, like, 14 or whatever the line but is. But that's so dumb because what if the fucking Bengals, like, just won, like, random garbage time touchdown? It's like they still yeah. lost, but, but, but I don't know. But, like literally, who n- nobody's gonna bet on the Bengals if it's just a straight up bet, you know. But that's why it makes it so much more valuable. Because if they do win, then it's like you make so much money. But for like a little bet, but you have to bet a lot to the, but win. But then you Patriots. lose. You lose a lot of money, probably. Yeah. What, what do you think a bookie's complaining if somebody bets ten grand on the Patriots and they lose? Well, the thing is, like, nobody's gonna take the bet. Is the problem? So like. The book is going to have nowhere to leverage the Patriots bets because no one's going to pick the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? I would pick the Bengals just out of spite and for the purpose <laughs> of this argument. <laughs> then you're paying a lot of folks. But uh, no, I'd bet like I'd bet like ten dollars. The odds are like fucking twenty to one, whatever that equates to. I would, I would win if the Bengals won. And if not, then I'm out ten dollars. Facts. Well. Yeah, I mean, not to talk about sports betting more than we're warranted to because we don't know anything I, about I'm not. It. I'm barely qualified to talk about sports. I yeah. definitely am not qualified to talk about sports betting. Speaking of, like, just, just before we leave it, like, after we, like, finish doing this podcast, how about those motherfuckers at UCF who have clearly heard this podcast and named their podcast What's the Spread? What? Fuck, remember I sent you that picture? We were oh at the my God, college yeah. game day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like you guys. You might listen to this. Maybe you guys are Damn. fucking assholes for copying us. Damn. Slander. They yeah. probably actually talk about sports betting though. They were like these fucking idiots named their podcast something about sports betting and don't talk about it at all. Yeah, probably. But just bu- two degenerate college kids talking about spending their student loan money on fucking the Bengals versus the Patriots. Yeah, you fucking scumbags. You're welcome on the podcast anytime, by the way. Yeah, of course. Probably have a better <laughs> setup than we do. Maybe. Well, especially um, because we're literally recording this over Discord. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Good mics, though. Yeah, no, good mics. Do you have anything <laughs> else to add about the Vikings, the 49ers? Uh, no, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick the 49ers by 13. Okay. Out yeah. of uh, just for the sake of making it interesting, I'm picking the Vikings. Okay. One of us will look good. Yeah. All right, so do you want to just go to the next one on Saturday? 
Yeah, yeah. So we got Titans and Ravens. Yep. All um, right. I'm not holding back this time. I don't care if we have to post it and it's wrong. The Ravens are not losing this game. No, I, I agree. And, like, my reason is, like, the Ravens and the Titans play the exact same way. They rely on strong defense and running the ball, but the Ravens do it way better. And the Ravens, so. you could argue, don't have a better running back, but it doesn't matter because their running back is also their quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah, no, like, Derrick just... Henry can't go out and throw for fucking 300 yards and five touchdowns, but Lamar Jackson can do it. <laughs> right. And the Ravens, they haven't lost since, like, September, so... I, no, they're just they're, way too hot, insane. way too good. They're better at the exact same game plan that the Titans run. The Ravens should win this game. Now, the only way possible I see the Ravens dropping this game, it is a primetime game. Can you can you say that it's a primetime game when there's only two games? I think they're all primetime games because they're all well, on I mean, national TV. Yeah, it's 8-15, though. I feel like that's a more prime time it's, it's definitely prime time saturday night 8 15 that's as prime yeah. time as it gets so let's just say prime time game the only way i see the ravens dropping this is the viking or not the vikings the titans go up early maybe 10 points 10 to 0 first quarter and lamar jackson gets rattled not has has no playoff experience not even oh, he played he, he played last year in the playoffs but they That's got right. they got Why stomped by the Chargers. Yeah, I'm an idiot. See, I'm not qualified to talk about this. <laughs> anyway, first real playoff game where they're like ex- they have high expectations. So if they go down like ten to zero, if they get rattled, that defense can't hold up. I think they might they might have a chance of losing, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean the Tennessee defense is gonna have to stop Lamar Jackson, and no one else has been able to do that this year. So. That's their only if, chance. If the Ravens were down 21-0 to zero at the half and you gave me the opportunity to bet that the Titans were going to win, I probably wouldn't even take the bet still. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I just I expect mean, the Ravens to win. I can't say much more. You know, shoot, the shoot way – I, I want to point this out because it's something that I've had a thought like all season, but the way that the Ravens utilize the tight end position, it, it might as well just be another receiver. Like, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, those are two guys that, that uh, I don't even know where I'm going with the thought. It's just mind-blowing to me. Or, like, they exceeded my expectations. How about that? Like, I never thought that they'd come in and have as big of an impact as they had, but that offense, the way that it runs, like, it's hard enough to guard tight ends, like, decent ones. Now you got two of them with Lamar Jackson. Well, I think they 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 really benefit from the way that the Ravens play. Like they run the ball so well that the defense has to put like eight, nine, ten guys in the box. So it's the back end is usually just going to be there's going to be holes in it. And you know when those tight ends aren't actually down blocking and they're going deep and your safeties are out of position, I mean it's it's right for the taking with that offense. It's just lethal. It's a lethal combination. Yeah. So. Um, a question that I do have about the Ravens before we move on. Do you think that this could be a season similar to Jacksonville's back in 2016? I'm sorry, one more time? Do you think that the Ravens season this year could be similar to the Jacksonville Jaguars back in 2017 or 16? In that they get to the conference championship 
and that lose they, and then be irrelevant after that. Yeah. Like they uh, look so good. Like they let's even say they make it to the Super Bowl, and let's just for fun say that they win. Let do you see them continuing that success into next year, or do you think that this is a fluke? Um. Well, I will say I do see parallels between the two teams. I think you've got toxic defensive backs on both of those teams. <laughs> You're talking um, about Marcus Peters. Yeah, and Jalen Ramsey on the Jaguars. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think the Ravens are just more talented. Let's not let's let's not forget that the Jaguars have Blake Bortles at quarterback. That's true. In that, in that team, like they also uh, didn't really rely on their passing game a lot. Right. It, I mean, but I don't know. I, I, I would I would hate to see that because I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. It's just I feel like they like the the difference between this year Ravens and last year Ravens is so different that it's like they're almost moving too fast, like too much for them to like keep up with. So I feel like they're more susceptible to a downfall next year. Oh, I think I think some regression is to be expected. Like you don't see teams maintain fourteen and two. Like no, that no, is an not incredible record. And I'm not like saying like if they don't go fourteen and two, then oh my god, they're the worst team. It's definitely like the Jaguars. But I mean, the Jaguars the season after they went to the AFC Championship after going eleven and five had what four wins, five wins. Yeah, it wasn't good. But I, I mean, I will say the Ravens division is going to lend itself to you know, being volatile because, you know, the Browns are the Browns, but it's hard to ignore the talent on that team, especially if they're going to get, like, a capable coach. Hold on. Did your mic disconnect? Can you hear me? There you go. It sounded really – it sounded like you were talking through, like, a headset mic for a second. No, I did uh, – I, I leaned over the top of the mic, which is probably why I leaned Got it. Mic. Yeah, no, it sounds normal now. Anyway, continue. Okay. Yeah, I would say that division that the Ravens are in probably is susceptible to being volatile just due to the fact – I mean, I know the Browns are the Browns, but they do have a lot of talent on that team. And if they get like a capable coach, then you know who knows. Um, the Patriots. Yeah, I wonder what's I mean, going to happen with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's, that's a storyline moving forward. But then, I mean, you've also got the Steelers, who have the best coach in the vi- division, probably. And um, you know, there still is some talent there. I think they might be on the downswing, especially post Roethlisberger. But we'll see. And then the Bengals have the top pick this year in yeah. every round. Don't so. even remind me about the draft. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But so to answer your question, in short, no, I don't think they'll magically be bad next year, but I, I could see it happening, although I view it unlikely. I view it maybe a 5% chance. Gotcha. So. All righty. Moving swiftly along, we're about halfway through our divisional round projections. Uh, Texans Chiefs. Go. What do you think? Um, I like the Chiefs a lot. Like I said the first time around, I think the Chiefs are like a sneaky good team. I think a lot of people are overlooking them this year, similar to how the Falcons were overlooked a couple years ago. They're like yeah. the two seed, um, dynamic offense. Defense is really stepping it up in recent weeks. Like Tyran Matthews playing like a defensive player of the year. Um, you know, Frank Clark, Chris Jones on that D-line are problems. Um, this game – Specifically against the Texans, it's going to be in Arrowhead. Um, it's going to be cold. It's, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes won a divisional round game at home last year. I, Texans Texans didn't look that great last week. I think they've been overperforming all year. Although the Texans did beat the Chiefs earlier this year, I like the Chiefs in this game. 
Yeah, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, especially if he's coming off a first-round bye, especially because that offense doesn't really have a lot of injuries to it. Um, Tyreek Hill is still a monster. Travis Kelsey is still a monster. Damian Williams wasn't, like, that good this year, but he's still better than a lot of other running backs in the league. Uh, yeah. Just in that offense specifically. I mean, you put anybody in that offense, I think they're going to be successful. Just the way that they run. Andy Reid is a mastermind, one of my favorite head coaches oh, of all time. I, I love I love Andy Reid, dude. Like Big Red is a – I really wish he would have went to the Giants instead of the Chiefs at the point where he switched. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he terrorized the Giants for years. So yeah, I think he's the best coach to never have won a Super Bowl. Does he not have a ring? Nope. He went to one Super Bowl and they lost to the Patriots. Does he have a ring as like an assistant anywhere? I don't think so. He he's been to the NFC playoffs like seven times or something. Like I mean I mean the championship, the NFC championship, like seven times. You said he's been so. there seven times? Yeah, like a lot. Like they went with the Eagles several times um and lost a bunch of them. But anyway, um yeah, I think Andy Reid's a great coach and yeah, sorry if I, I didn't say anything. Just are you sitting like a little bit farther away from your mic? I I don't know. Is this better? Yes, much better. Okay. You might have to edit that out. Um Yeah. Oh, Discord, you, I love you. Yeah. You've <laughs> sounded fine to me the whole time, so Yeah, it's just like every once in a while it'll like randomly like not have your voice when I know you're talking. But uh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, um, just to wrap up my thoughts on the Chiefs, um, <laughs> if I didn't already give it away, I think that uh, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, oh, you so. think they'll beat the Ravens? Uh, I do think they'll beat the Ravens, yeah. That's going to be I a like, crazy AFC Championship game if that's what it is. Yeah, I like to pick, I think in the playoffs, especially late in the playoffs, I like to pick the better quarterback um, with a strong defense. Uh, it's going to be, that's a pretty even matchup, but I feel like Mahomes is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. So yeah, that's definitely going to be the most exciting game of the playoffs up until the Super Bowl. If it happens, but, uh, yeah. No, honestly, I wouldn't be upset if the Texans won though. If Deshaun had another super Superman moment, then you know that would, that would be great. Honestly, like if at yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm having a stroke. Regardless of what team wins, I'll be okay. I don't have any like super big attachment to them. I'd love it if the Chiefs won because I'd love to see Mahomes make a run for the Super Bowl. I think he deserves it. I think he's out of this world good. But at the same time, I feel the same way about Deshaun Watson. On yeah. paper, Chiefs are obviously better. But, uh, you know, the Texans, they can go off at any time. If that receiving core gets going, if DeAndre Hopkins steps up, Will Fuller, just unthinkable things can happen. I mean, final thoughts is it, it took – Everything Deshaun Watson had to will a victory against the Bills, I don't think there's any amount of super. Yeah, but the, he could you gotta think the Bills. The what the Bills had like the second best defense in the league, the, the the best defense in the league this year statistically. Yeah, but I mean the Chiefs are no slackers on defense either, and they're gonna put up a lot more points than the Bills did. Yeah, so, I mean this year's been a little bit of an exception. The past couple of years, their defense hasn't been very good. Well, regardless, that's about all I have to say about. That yeah, game. I don't have anything interesting for it. It's okay. not a very interesting game, honestly. No. Um, but the Packers Seahawks game. I now this one, this one's gonna be fun. Because, yeah. I don't know if anybody recalls the last time the Seahawks and the Packers played in the the playoffs, or if it wasn't the last time, just 
the one notable time that I can think of. But the the onside kick, right? The onside kick game where the Packers guy dropped it and that was Jordy Nelson, was it not? No, it was John Bostic. Oh no, that's not what I'm referring to. Unless that's the same game, I think it was like the 2015 NFC Championship. It was like 16 to zero. Packers were winning, and then yes, yeah, yes, that's the game I'm referring to. Jermaine Curse caught that pass in overtime. Yeah. Yes. these two teams probably hate each other. The The biggest memory that I have from these two teams playing specifically was, oh, I don't even know how many years ago was it. It was that catch as time expired in the back of the end zone. And the referee the referee game. The, the yeah. catch the guy, catch the ball game. Yeah, it, it was he caught the ball, they picked it off, and the guy had like one hand on the ball, the other hand on the cornerback, and they said that it was a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. And the NFL went wild. Yeah. I forgot that was these two teams. That's crazy. Was um, that the year that like all the refs like went on strike? Yeah, it's the replacement refs. That's why like that was one of the biggest reasons they got them to come back. They fucking paid them after that. Yeah. But um th- I think anytime you're in Lambeau Field for a playoff game, that's fun. It- it's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, Lambeau's um, probably an amazing place to play. I never got to yeah. do it myself. I would have, but uh sprained my ACL a couple times, so Fuck, dude. That's yeah, tragic. couldn't do that. And you got yeah. burned by that kid that one game, so all the scouts just stopped looking at you. Yeah, just pushed my momentum. And but then they thought, they watched the blue and silver game that one year, and they were like, damn, if Sims would have put that ball a little bit higher, Joey would have <laughs> broke the fuck out of Nick's ankles. No, no, I was baiting the fuck out of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking that for six. If you no, you it. weren't. It was on <laughs> yes. the ground. <laughs> It was to your back shoulder on the ground. No shot. No, no, I was breaking on it, bro. You're lucky it was in the ground. He put it in the ground because he saw me coming. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, it was sabotage so that they didn't have to play us as, as the top-tier elite athletes that we were. <laughs> Yo, oh, uh, this kind of, this is related to sports, but I don't. we haven't talked about this together yet. Uh, Huffman's no. back. I Yeah, I saw your tweet. Dude, I'm so happy for him. I want to go by there and talk to those guys, him and Skelton. I wonder but what Skelton's doing these days. He's, he's still coaching. He's got to be old by now, like real old. He's always yeah. old, but... Yeah. I don't know. I anyway, for those listening, if you are, uh, we're talking about high school football. And how Nick and I were... What's the word? Lied to, I guess? Misled? <laughs> we were misled. <laughs> We were told that we were top-tier athletes. While we may have been above-average athletes, Nick more so than myself, uh, they didn't treat us like top-tier athletes. So, <laughs> I have a lot of gripes that I don't really want to air yeah. just for fear that some of my old teammates will listen to it. But well, yeah, it was that, that specific coaching. That, that specific coaching regime was oh garbage. Yeah, to put it blankly. Well, all I know is that the best moment in my high school football career was that touchdown that I had freshman year. I didn't see it, but I've heard it was legendary. Oh, my God. uh, If there's anything that I wish I had on tape more than anything is that. My only high school uh, touchdown was filmed, but the cameraman did not film me catch the ball. It It was one of those like, oh, they faked the cameraman out plays. Yeah, and it was a disgusting catch, but whatever. You saw yeah. it, though. You were there, right? Yeah, well, I was at, like, the, the opposite end zone at, like, the goalpost. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
But anyway, not to bask in our fucking JV high oh, school. Oh, yeah. That was a JV game. Yeah, mine was a freshman. But, I mean, I scored twice yeah. more than Nick, so just want to let you guys know that. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Let's get back to the Seahawks and Packers. Who do you think is coming out of this? Uh, Packers. They've been winning ugly all year, but I think home field advantage and the Seahawks have been not playing great. They've been pulling out close games. I think the Packers are just too good of a team to for the Seahawks to well, I, I could see it go either way, but I really think the Packers have it. I am going to go Seahawks. I don't okay. think the Packers have played. I mean, they're 13-3. That's nothing to knock, but I don't think they've played. What's the word? I guess explosive enough. I don't think that they've won because they're necessarily better. I just think that they've held on longer. If that makes yeah. sense. I don't know. The Seahawks could um, always crumble and do whatever, but I also know that they have the potential to go off, and Aaron Rodgers could just make me eat my words and pass for 500 yards on the Seahawks and call it a day. But Well, I think the biggest difference is it's January, it's cold, Lambeau's going to be snowing, and the Packers have a way better running game. Yeah. Aaron well, Jones is a monster. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's cold in Seattle, though, like all year. It's always raining. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll see. We've been going for... An hour and ten minutes, but I do have a quick bonus Jesus question for you. Yeah, Christ. Just before we, uh, like, just a short, quick bonus question before we sign off. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Who do you have for the national championship game? Oh, who do I have or who do I want? Both's fine. Okay, because they're the same answer. I okay. have Clemson, and oh. I want Clemson. Wow. I'm a um, big Trevor Lawrence guy. I, I like that guy too, but I also like Joe Burrow. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know who's gonna win. I kind of feel like LSU is gonna win, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad either way. I'm just I'm just hoping for a good game. Uh, it's definitely gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be a better game than uh, Clemson Bama last year. Yeah. Uh, just given how explosive and dynamic the LSU offense is and how good Joe Burrow has been, as well as that defense. Oh, that defense hasn't been like that good, but they've been pretty good. Uh, Clemson, though, I just feel like is the better all-around team. I feel like their offense is crazy. Their defense is insane. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That's What's that we game? Have. That game's on Monday, right? It's on Monday, yeah. Ooh. I work that so. day. Might have to go out for that. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week. That's true, yeah. Yeah, are we still going to – when are we going to upload these? Have we decided? Uh, you, should put, you should probably put this. Well, you should probably put this one up as soon as possible. Yeah, that's true. It'll be irrelevant by next Monday. But that's true. All right, we'll sort it out. I have the day off tomorrow, but I got a lot of stuff to do, so I might get to it tomorrow night. But anyway, uh, any last things to add about wild card round or divisional round or Super Bowl? No, I think I've talked my own ears off, so I can't imagine anyone listening wants to hear me say anything else. Yeah, if anybody stuck around, uh, you're real. If you're those kids from UCF with the great value over under podcast, uh, still <laughs> go fuck yourselves, but also come on the show. And Teach us about sports lines. Yeah, please. Somebody. Anybody. Hit my DMs, Twitter, Instagram. Speaking Email of, all me. that will be down in the description of the podcast. Oh, of course, yeah. Like what I did there? Yeah, great segue. It's like it's back like we never left, Nick. Yeah. We had all this time to practice. Later. <laughs> anyway. Alright guys. Take it easy. Thanks for listening.